You're listening to the Influencer Podcast, episode number 83. <laughs> Shout out to our reviewer of the week, and that is D. Fitzpatrick. And they say, curious about the rules of engagement? Then you'll love episode 72 with Susie Moore. I work in traditional media and got so much out of her discussion as more of my content goes digital. Great episode to share. Well, thank you so much for sharing your feedback. I love to hear that you love our guests as much as I do and that it's giving you kind of a cool angle when you're thinking of traditional media versus digital media. I would tend to agree with you on that. So I'm glad that you were able to take that gleam away. And of course, I want to hear from each and every one of you who tune in each week, let us know your wins, your challenges, your struggles, your questions, because I want to answer those questions and highlight them in an upcoming episode. So to do that, you just head over to iTunes, hit subscribe, and leave a review. And in that review is where you can give us a shout out, ask your questions, and share your wins. And I also want to make sure that if you are listening to this episode today, which is going to be a fun one in honor of one of my favorite holidays, which is Halloween, then I want you to to screenshot this episode and tag me at Jules Solomon over on your Instagram story, hashtag the influencer podcast, and let me know that you're joining in today and what your funnest or biggest takeaway is from today's episode, because I want to take your screenshot and happily share it on my story too. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. So in the spirit of one of my most favorite, favorite holidays of the entire year, Halloween, I am talking about the four most scariest and common fears that I hear from influencers when it comes to pitching themselves and how you can overcome them. Pitching yourself can be pretty spooky, especially when you're just starting out. And sometimes it feels like you're just lost in the dark, right? Talking to yourself, having no idea on where to go next. So if you've ever felt even a little little bit scared to hit that send button on a pitch for any number of reasons, then I have some good news for you today, my friend. Those fears are just limiting beliefs that you can easily overcome with a few simple mindset shifts and targeted strategies. So when you change the way you think about and approach pitching yourself, you'll start to see the long-term growth that you really desire. So next time you're putting together a pitch, you want to try using these simple tricks to get more treats. Let's dive on into it. Number one, the fear of criticism and rejection. So as an influencer, you are your brand. If you listen to my podcast at all, you know this by now, and that can be pretty darn scary when it comes to pitching yourself to brand and media representations. I see so many influencers take rejection personally, and really it just breaks my heart for them, which is why I can't stress enough how important it is to separate yourself from your brand, and this is what I mean. It's like the difference between your personal and your business Instagram account, so to speak, if you have separate ones. So my number one piece of advice for influencers struggling with fear of rejection is to really start looking at your influence as a skill set. 
So when you pitch yourself, don't think of it as it being part of your personality. Because a lot of times people are like, well, I'm not going to be able to pitch myself because I'm not extroverted enough, or I'm not going to be able to pitch myself because I'm not a good networker, or I'm not going to be able to pitch myself because I don't know the right thing to say. When you pitch yourself, you want to think of it as pitching your skills separate from yourself or your personality. Now, what's great about this is knowing that a skill can be learned, refined, and up-leveled over time. So you don't have to be bogged down are feeling like you can't do it because it's not something that's naturally a part of you. Listen, pitching isn't naturally a part of any of us. It is something that we have to learn. I have been doing this since 2007. When I first started as a little PR assistant in New York City, I had no idea what I was doing. It took a lot of time. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of asking questions, and it took a lot of no's for me to get to a place that I was really able to refine that skill set and use it to the best of my ability. So the key takeaway here is to reframe your beliefs that your influence is defined by your personality and focus instead on your skills as an influencer. This makes it so much easier to handle criticism and rejection because you can walk away with feedback to improve upon for the next time. Fear number two, the fear of asking for support. Another reason why so many people struggle to grow their influence is because they're terrified to ask their peers for support and help. This is often due to the fact that we tend to underestimate our own capabilities and the willingness of others to help us. So when it comes to pitching yourself, you don't have to go at it alone. Your peers right at this very moment are available to you. Hello, I'm sitting right here talking to you about this right now. Tap into your network for tips and even introductions. PR reps get a ton of pitches every single day, but a personal intro or recommendation from someone in their network can catapult your pitch to the top of their list. Trust me on this. Now you may be saying, well, I don't know anyone. How can I do that? Take a leap of faith and do it yourself. A simple DM, a simple message on Facebook, a simple message on Twitter, a simple email, anything that gets your foot in the door, you got to at least try to ask for the support. Now, if you want to hone in on your pitching skills specifically to learn some of the strategies that so many of my students have used to gain five, seven, ten thousand $10,000 a month just by pitching, then you want to check out my program, Pitch It Perfect, over at pitchitperfect.net. My students have shared so many wins as a result of the support that this program offers. For example, one student scored her first two long-lasting campaigns with less than 10,000 Instagram followers, and another student tripled her income in the first month after completing the program. In August, she saw $3,000 in brand deals. This just goes to show that having the support works. I want you to share the incredible work you're doing with the world, which is why I also created the Influencer Podcast Facebook community. It is a completely free resource for you to connect and get the support that you need to thrive. If you want to get in on the action, head on over to facebook.com forward slash the Influencer Podcast. Fear number three, the fear of following up. So look, I get it. No one wants to feel as if they are being spammy in someone's inbox or annoying. I totally get that. But too often, I see this fear get in the way of following up and really showing up. People will ask once, and then they completely quit. 
They just think that, oh, that person didn't get, get back to me, so I guess I'm just a loser that shouldn't be doing this in the first place, and I'll just go back into my cave. No, 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 no. Another example, an influencer may pitch one brand collaboration, doesn't get a response, so they give up on brand collaborations altogether. Or a blogger pitches a sponsored story to one media outlet, never hears back, so they never follow up or try pitching ever again. This is so detrimental to your success as a blogger and influencer, and I dive deep into Pitch It Perfect about why this is and how to overcome it. But remember when I said that PR reps do get a ton of pitches every day, right? I wasn't kidding. I remember when I worked in PR and all the time I would either be getting countless requests from people for my clients to be doing something for them, or I myself would send out like 20 pitches in one day. So you have to remember that thriving influencer businesses understand the power of repetition. They don't give up after one attempt. They try multiple times to get their ideas in front of the right people. And if you don't believe me, just sit back for a few minutes and think about all of your most favorite influencers that you like to follow. Are they asking you multiple times to do something, whether that's listen to a podcast, check out a new product that they launched, check out a blog post that they have, come to their Instagram page or their Facebook page to do or say something? Of course they are. The more you put your ideas out there and let yourself be seen, the more people become familiar and comfortable with your requests and the more they start to like your ideas. So don't just spend one pitch and walk away. If you don't succeed on your first try, you have to look for other opportunities to improve, follow up, and try again. I promise you guys, for every 20, 50 pitches that I would send out, I would maybe get two or three responses. So the most successful influencers didn't get where they are today by giving up and being silent. They got there by trying and trying and trying. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business Business for sponsoring the show. Fear number four, the fear of trusting yourself. Okay, let's listen up. You have got to trust yourself and stand behind your ideas because if you don't, no one else will. All the time I hear aspiring influencers and bloggers say things like, nothing ever works for me. I keep plateauing in my growth and I don't know what to do. Or they say, well, there's just too much competition for me to stand out must be the competition and not me. First, let me say, this whole influencer thing is not a competition. The only person that you're competing with is yourself. If you stay in your own lane, focus down and do what you need to do to offer what you have to offer that no one else can, the perceived competition will be irrelevant. 
So how can you overcome the fear of trusting yourself? Well, good and bad news. (laughs) This fear is 100% based on your mindset. I know what you're going through because let's face it, we've all been there. I know that I go through mindset stuff all of the time, but I also know from personal experience and working with thousands of influencers that if you believe something won't work for you, it won't. If you're telling yourself that you're not big enough or that you're not growing enough or that there's too much competition, that's all that you're going to see. That's all that you're going to experience. The power of your mind is so important here. Creating a foundational purpose and strategy that works for you so that you can approach every pitch with confidence, that's how you get there. You will also discover new and better ways to work. So remember that it's okay to pivot and evolve your purpose and strategy over time. Heck, it's what's encouraged. And I know I talk a lot about this in the Influencer Academy if you are a student there. Because if you're not evolving, then your business is not going to be growing. But it goes back to that core belief of needing to trust yourself, listen to your gut, listen to what you know is the best thing for you to do and test things out and know that, look, you're not going to get it right out the gate every single time. You're going to have moments that challenge you, moments that you feel like a failure. But that doesn't mean that you have to start stop trusting yourself in what you know is the right thing to do. So to recap what we talked about today, the four most common fears that I see influencers face when pitching, they are number one, criticism and rejection. Number two, they don't ask for support. Number three, they don't follow up. And number four, they don't trust themselves. So to overcome these fears, you have to remember to, one, treat your influence like it's a skill set. Number two, tap into your network, no matter how small it may be. Number three, embrace the power of repetition. And number four, create a foundational purpose and strategy that allows you to stand behind your ideas with confidence. I hope these tips and tricks help you overcome your fears about pitching so you can woo brand reps and score great collaborations. I also hope that you have the happiest of Halloweens that you possibly can. If you head on over to my Instagram, you're going to be seeing what I'm going to be doing for Halloween and what I am, which honestly, I think this year is pretty flippin' hilarious. So I hope you join me over there. I want to see what you're going to be for Halloween and have a great, great time. I'll see you next week. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers, join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.